0: What's up, my people? Today is March 23rd, and as you can tell from the title, we are getting into parenting. So, not everybody is a parent, but you could be a parental figure. You can have family members, friends, goddaughters, godsons, god whoever children that you care for, and this applies to you. So, today's episode is going to be a little different. I have a very, very, very special guest that's going to be joining us, but. We're still going to get into these facts. We're going to get into some opinions. I'm going to bring on our special guest. And then we're going to close it off with a challenge. So did you know March 21st of 2022 was National Single Parent Day? Who, Who even knew that was a thing? Well, it is. According to the United States Census Bureau... March 21st, which was just this past Monday, two days ago, was National Single Parent Day. Okay. Now listen to these facts. Pakistan, 6%. Kenya, 16%. Japan, 7%. Vietnam, 4%. So we can clearly say no matter where you live in the world, single parent homes do exist. While the United States is of the highest demographic with single parent homes, this is not just a United States issue. Or is it even an issue at all? Now, unfortunately, there is a stigma when it comes to parenthood. And when you talk about unmarried parents, you know, there's a negative connotation regarding bastard children. Which means a child that was born out of wedlock. Because the previous generation, you know, the people, I'm going to call them, are, are they baby boomers? Is that what they're considered now? Those adults that are now in their 60s, 70s, they grew up in a time where the respectable thing for yourself and for your family was to get married, have children, reproduce Give your tithes, move on with life. Be you love your neighbor, be a good Samaritan. But as the world has continued to evolutionize and revolutionize, you have more people deciding, I don't want to be married. I don't even want to have kids. I don't want to be a parent. And if I do so happen to be a parent, that doesn't require me to be married. I can be an effective parent and still take care of my child or children and I don't have to be stuck essentially with the person that I made a child with. Okay, but here's some more facts. When we talk about single parents or unmarried parents, it's not just unmarried or single mothers. There are plenty, plenty of single dads and unmarried dads as well. But I think there's a stereotype, especially in the United States, where if a child comes from a single parent household, it's assumed that that child lives with their mother. And I think that does come from a history of court rulings and unfortunate stigmas in certain ethnicity, eth- ethnical communities, excuse me, in which most of the time, courts have ruled in a mother's favor regarding who keeps the child when a nasty custody battle is ensue. But I do feel like since the 80s, 90s, there have been there's been a slight shift in which you do have fathers that want their children like wholeheartedly and are keeping them. Like you do have fathers that step up every day and do what needs to be done. And this stigma of it's only the mamas doing the work and every single dad or cohabitating father is a deadbeat. That narrative is, is trash and it really needs to go. But at the end of the day, what studies have been done to show that children that come from two-parent households are any more or any less successful than children that are coming from single-parent households? I mean, I think it's assumed that and it's reasonably assumed that, yes, a child coming from a single parent household has less income and therefore a little bit more work that needs to be done and an assumed bit of a harder struggle. They got to get it out the mud a little bit, a little bit more, it's assumed, than a child that's in a house with two parents. But what if there's, say, a household with two parents and multiple children, but One of those parents don't work, or one of those parents is disabled, or one of those parents is just mentally checked out. There is still generational curses and emotional baggage that comes from two-parent households. So again, this stigma that one household is stronger or more capable than another the variables can be drastic, and I think the assumptions that children that come from two-parent households are more successful, again, is invalid, and it, the myth just needs to be debunked. So here I am debunking it, not with facts, but just my own little possibly unpopular opi- opinion and uh, some logic. So now I would like to introduce my very, very, very special guest, my number one cheerleader, my father, everyone, Mr. McKenzie. Okay, hi, Dad. Hello. Are you nervous? Nope. Okay, I'm just going to grill you a little bit because, you know, as a father of two kids, two very different kids, I know you have a wealth of knowledge, and I just love how your mind works as far as the world, just how you see things. I think a lot of people can benefit from a man with your perspective. So the first thing I want to ask is, from where you are now, how you look at life now, What would you tell your younger self when you first had your first child, my older brother?
1: Well, I mean, I would tell my younger self to be more patient with myself and more patient in how I went about about things. Um, One of the things that I look at is as far as my maturity level at that time because i think about it like a couple of different ways when i look at back at those times like if i had it to do again would i've done it exactly the same way i think about that two different ways because one way is i would have told myself to wait longer to have kids Be a little older be a little bit more mature be a little bit more settled in a a more of an adult grown mind perspective because a lot of things that i did then was immature and i know it now but then at the same time i can turn around and say i wouldn't have told my younger self thing differently because those decisions that i made then shaped the man that i am today And not only that, but it also helped my children to shape the way that they are today. So in in that respect, in that aspect, being able to look at it in that type of perspective now, I don't think I would have told my younger self anything really different other than be a little bit more patient with yourself. With me, be more patient with me in trying to properly raise your children.
0: Okay, nice. I think a lot of times we're very good at giving advice to others, but we're not always so good at taking it for ourselves.
1: No, but again, I mean, a lot of people fail at introspection. That's one of the things that, Especially as I get older, I look at. Before you can really say anything about anybody else, you have to look at yourself and know what your strengths are and know what your faults are. If you do not know what your strengths are and what your faults are, then how can you really critique anybody or anything else or in or properly raise children? You gotta know what your own faults are. So that way, when you see your faults, Develop in your child, you can be able to tell them, wait, hold up. Whoa, 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 slow down. You may not want to go that way. You may not want to do this. You may want to think about this before you make that decision. Mm -hmm. And try to give them guidance in that. Because you know where your faults lie. You know where the mistakes you made were. So you try to do what you can to... Prevent your children from walking in those same puddles. Not
0: right. to say that they
1: ain't gonna get wet, because they are. But you try your best to give guidance and direction as a parent.
0: Nice. Okay. I definitely understand your perspective. And that actually brings me into my next question, which is. Do you believe in generational curses?
1: Um not necessarily. Um the thing about that is can you make mistakes generationally? Yes. Because the one thing that life has taught me which is what history has taught me is history is a beautiful thing in the fact that you have to understand it and you have to understand not only history in itself but your own family's history your own life's history and if you understand it and you can can take perspective from it Then you can learn as well as teach others in your family, not to make those same mistakes. You can try to show them the pitfalls of those mistakes. So to say it's an actual curse, no, I I would not go that far Um, because again, We, we make mistakes and that's, that's one thing about life. You make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. The thing is, is what you learn from the mistakes you make. If you learn something from the mistake you make, then it is considered growth. If you do not learn anything and you just keep repeating the same behavior, then
0: as the old proverbial saying goes, that's insanity. Hmm. Yes. So if you learn from the mistake, it's a lesson. And if yep. you don't learn, it's insanity. If you're expecting yep. a different outcome. Correct. Okay. Okay. And my last question for you is, what do you think your strengths have been as a parent? Um,
1: I would say the... the strength of my own willpower, um, strength of resilience and teaching that to my children that even though, as my grandma, as your grandmother would say, when life throws you lemons, you make lemonade. So being able to be resilient in trying to bounce back from adversity with, with, with raising my children. 'Cause there was not always it was not always easy. Uh it was it was tough at times, definitely, and then you know, but there was also rewards in it. So as they say, you take the good with the bad. And um yeah, I, I would just say being able to be resilient, bounce back, learn from the 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 errors that I made and, and try to teach and give my children resolve and willpower and resolute ideals and morals and ethics to guide them.
0: Thanks for sharing your ideology and thank you for your candor. And thank you for joining Authentic Shameless Self podcast. And I'll call you back. Okay. I love you. I love you more. Later. So, y'all, there you have it. The one and only my father, my rock, Um, Mr. McKenzie. That's his perspective. A little bit of something on parenting. I didn't want to grill him too hard. But we got to get into this challenge. So I challenge you all out there, whether you're a parent, godparent, aunt, uncle, best friend to a two-year-old. Just take the pressure off yourself. At the end of the day, whether this human being that you care for is 2 or 27, be kind. Just care. Just be there. I don't think parenting has to be as, as ugly and as daunting as as people have made it, but it definitely is not a light load to carry. And there is another old proverbial saying that it takes a village to raise children, which means it takes the community. It takes people around you. You know, I don't just raise my child on my own. His teacher's are helping shape who he is. His friends that he is choosing help shape who he is. What he watches on television shapes who he is. So just know that even if you aren't a parent, you may still have a huge impact and influence in a child's life. And if you are a parent, just know that you're not the only thing influencing your child. So I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Definitely like this episode. I hope you subscribe and follow the channel. More episodes to come on a weekly basis. But until next time, it's all love.